Hello everyone and welcome back to the favorite comics and let's journey back into the realm of DC after a long break from talking about them and let's go to a more modern story well contemporary modern it's a little bit older now that of course is the universe of Aquaman starting in the new 52 now if you're like me and you are a younger person then the new 52 was probably a jumping on point for you when it came to a lot of stuff at dc comics i've been primarily a marvel guy in my youth and as i got older i'm like i want to see a little bit more of these other characters that are probably more important than the ones in marvel yes they are and there's no real good place to start obviously you could get like your 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 single books your dark knight returns your all-star supermans but i'm like i want to go in depth on a character I want to go in somebody that nobody really talks about, and that was Aquaman. I always thought he was cool. I always thought Aquaman had like a unique, distinctive look about him, an interesting ability, a, a, just something about him just spoke to me in a way I was really excited about. And I'm really happy that we got a good run from him in the New 52, probably the best New 52 book, and the last time DC made effort to make him an important character. Like, I really wish they would do more of Aquaman, but I understand why they don't. So this creative team in the new 52 for Aquaman is legendary writer and creator, probably the influence, some, probably somebody who's influenced me the most in my comic writing. That of course is Jeff Johns. I love Jeff Johns. I've talked about him so many times on this channel and Ivan Reese, who is doing the artwork. What a great, great team. Like just welcoming, so intuitive, everything about them, the way they, they work together, the way like the, the panels look and the writing flows into like the design. It's amazing. I love everything about their design and the way they made these characters act and behave. I really enjoy it. Now, they didn't stay on for the entirety of the book, of course, but it's really their contributions to the Aquaman pantheon and the Aquaman legacy that I want to talk about because I think what Johns did is really crucial to what made Arthur work in the new 52 and that is there's all the baggage of who he is you know he for the longest time before this point it was kind of just that other member of the Justice League that people made fun of you know Saturday Night Live made fun of him the Big Bang Theory made fun of him Aquaman was that joke that nobody took seriously and nobody ever said Aquaman's cool he's just like the loser guy but he never was he never has been anybody who read comic books knows how cool Arthur Curry is and the fact that we can have a book come out in modern times where it's like the world at large in the DC universe thinks this guy's kind of a joke who we can turn him into this serious character without destroying him into like this creature who's so dark and brooding where you know he's not he doesn't have a harpoon hand and he's not have like long shaggy hair and a beard he's not like this gross grotesque creature i'm not saying that's what jason momoa is but this aquaman the one who looks clean and cut and isn't this bulky husk of a man i think this is a really this is a really good version of the character because this is what i expect from aquaman He's not as big as Superman. I don't think that whatsoever, but I think he just has that the energy of like he looks like a clean cut guy, but he's got the attitude and the bravado of a man who's way tougher and bigger than him. I think that's a really cool thing to see. So just seeing what Johns was able to do with that, taking that energy and saying, I'm going to run with it. He's going to be with Mara, who's a great side character, a great character in her own right, actually. But we're going to do something unique and different. What about these creatures called the Trench? These, like, creepy, grotesque monsters that live under the water in, like, the Marianas Trench that could come up and destroy the world if they ever broke free. 
What if Aquaman just fought those creatures to the point where they could literally just like attack the world and there's this just terrifyingly horror version of a fight for him. We're kind of turning this into like a thrilling horror book where it's like an underwater romper, but there's some dark and creepy creatures lurking around the corner. That's a good idea to take with Aquaman, you know? Because you could easily start with like the campy, weird energy of him. We get like the big fish fights and stuff. And I like everything about that. But John's is like, forget that stuff. We're not going to worry about it. We're going to open up this book. Arthur's going to be eating some fish sticks. He's going to get some fish and chips at, a, at like a little pub somewhere. He's just going to have fun. He's going to be who he is. He's going to be stuck between those two worlds as he has been throughout his entire conception. But what's going to be really cool about this is that he's going to go fight some terrifying monster creatures under the water to protect the people that don't want him. What a great way to bring us into this character. What a great way to introduce him to the larger universe. I think that's a really fun idea. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so good that the movie took it. Look what the movie did with the trench. That's so cool to see. And like I said already, Mara is a great character. She is just so fun and interesting. And the superior version of Aquaman, I'll say it. She's probably tougher and stronger than Arthur in every way. But the fact that she still loves him and their marriage, sure, it's been through a couple of rough patches, has primarily been consistent. They've kind of been like, they've never really like gone off and like kissed or been with other people like some people did in the New 52. They were primarily together. They fought, they had their issues, but their relationship was believable and realistic because they had, they, they fought. You know, it wasn't like this perfect thing where it felt angelic in its betrayal, but it's like, it felt realistic and gritty. Like there was hardships that they fought. They lied to each other. They tried to save each other in different ways. I think there was something really important about that. And this is where you start to like see, this is what the movie took from. Like I think a lot of the Aquaman movie took a lot of cues from this run. And I think a big part of that too is Black Manta. Now I've said a lot about Black Manta before, but I will say this about the character. He, you can hardly do any wrong with the character of Black Manta just because he is so easy to make right. And this comic really defined the character going forward. The idea that Arthur kills his father, I think, is a very crucial part of why those two are arch rivals. Just because it's not the other way around where Black Manta kills Arthur's father. Arthur's the one at fault in that situation. He's the one that let bad things happen. And you see how that affects the young mind of a Black Manta and morphs him into who he becomes. And I'm like, that is such a cool idea. I really like that. It's mature. It's graphic. It's interesting. It's so fascinating to see that. And I love too something. Okay, I'll say this too about the Aquaman characters. Their costumes are so universal in any time period they're in. That's something I really like about DC is they have like these universal costumes. Sure, you update the Black Manta suit a bit, but it's still got the big domey head. That's pretty cool that they've kept that and have used that in so many other books going forward. That's such an interesting idea to see. Isn't that great? I think it's amazing. Like this book just really captured everything right, including the character of Orm. Now, Jeff Johns was primarily responsible for the Throne of Atlantis storyline, and I actually really enjoy that because it did a lot of things I think is really important to the character of Arthur Curry. One of those being, I never, I don't think he should be depicted as being one of the guys who likes being on the Justice League. He should be somebody who's there because he wants to protect the world and he likes the people, he's friends of the people, but if something happens and they're in his way, he wouldn't hesitate to just be like, I have to get this done. 
I can't have you in my way. I love that he's able to kind of like punch Superman and take down Batman and take down Wonder Woman because I think that really shows, yeah, we're, we're building Aquaman up in this world to be our badass motherfucker. He is the toughest son of a bitch around and he looks like a pretty boy, which I think is really cool. And something that I think the comic also captures really well is like the duality between the two worlds where Arthur is struggling to be, does he go towards his Atlantean side or does he stay towards his human side? And Throne of Atlantis kind of sums that story up really well where you just see Arthur struggling to be like, does he go help Orm? Does he stop Orm in a way that's going to help the humans or does he stop Orm in a way that's going to help the Atlanteans? That's such a unique story that I'm very impressed we got it. I think that's incredibly cool. I, I, I love this book. I just think if you are ever going to get somebody interested in reading Aquaman, this is where you start because this is the one that grounds the character the most. It's the one that people are going to be like, oh yeah, they call out how stupid and ridiculous the character is. He's so silly and campy. He can never be cool. Well, here he is fighting a bunch of parasitic demons that live in the water and could come up and potentially destroy the world. This is where we see him as this gripping hero who killed the father of his arch enemy, and now the revenge storyline is going to take place. This is where he's struggling between his two worlds as they're literally on the verge of war and figuring out how is he supposed to be this hero. We see his struggles in his relationship with his wife, and I think that's such a really interesting dynamic that we don't see a lot of. Johns is a brilliant writer. I will say that forever. Johns is a brilliant writer. He understands like the right energy and feel to capture with his characters in a very timely and timeless setting. And I think Aquaman is a great example of what happens when you let him do what he needed to do with a character. He, I feel like the New 52 was an interesting concept, but Aquaman was one of the things they really got right. They knew what that character needed to be in this time period because we had to build him up in this way, and it's got to be the best-selling Aquaman story. You know, it has to be. Now, the series goes past Throne of Atlantis, and it kind of gets a little more convoluted at times to introduce this thing, like an earlier team that Aquaman was a part of with like the others and something called Maelstrom. It's still good. I think a lot of it's good. It kind of loses that that feel a little bit after the Throne of Atlantis storyline, but I think it holds up really well. It's a fantastic read. Ivan Reese on the artwork is unbelievably gorgeous. Like he he's crushing it when he did Superman. This book looks so clean and crisp. I just love the way, one of the things I really love is the prestigious shine that comes off of the Aquaman suit itself. Just the way the light reflects off of that costume. It is so gorgeous to see unbelievably unique i don't think this is one a lot of people would be expecting to enjoy but you go into this with an open mind you want something about aquaman that's going to make you happy from two of the best creators in the industry that is what you are going to get with aquaman it's going to make you happy and smile and understand this character and everything if you are a fan of the aquaman movie of jason momoa everything you like about that movie you can find some of it in this aquaman run whether it's the design for the trench or the design for any other characters the backstory for Black Manta, the backstory for Orm, all of it comes from this run in the New 52. And how cool is it that the best book from the New 52 was an Aquaman book? That's pretty freaking dope. 
and all of those and so much more are why Aquaman from the New 52 by Jeff Johns and Ivan Reese is one of my favorite comics. Now, thank you guys so much for watching this video. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, why don't you give us a rating over there? I'd love to see how we're doing on that end of things. Of course, you can check me out on Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, all that good stuff. And I will catch you in the next one. Have fun. Stay safe. Good luck.